the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Deary me, boys and girls, another week has passed and welcome to our weekly podcast. A little bit of music history as we look back at the week that was in music history. So we're looking at the week from November 16th until November 20th. It was during this week that in 1985, U2 gave us a music label to help Irish artists. A school headmaster in 1963 does what? And in 2017, we say goodbye to an ACDC legend, the brilliant Malcolm Young. But we'll start this week back in November 16th and in 1976 when Beach Boy Brian Wilson gave his first formal interview eight years after coming out of his bedroom, basically. He was on the UK's Old Grey Whistle Test. My wife called a doctor, Dr. Jean Landy, and I began a series of experiments with them uh, for rehabilitation and a uh, series of therapy meetings and uh, it's done me a lot of good and I've stayed off the drugs and uh, come back into my own and, the, and, and between my wife, the doctors and my brothers and my mother and a couple friends, they all convinced me to get out of my room, get back in there in the studio and get to work. To 1985 we go and you 2 gave the world its own record label called Mother Records. The whole idea was to take a look at what was in Ireland talent-wise and get them signed up and make sure that they wouldn't get ripped off, I suppose. Here's Larry Mullen Jr. I mean, the, the, the music in this city is so diverse. It really is. A, it, it, it's a huge spectrum of music. I mean, even from my own point of view, from the Mother Records, um, you know, like the whole idea of that is to give bands a leg up to try and help bands and, and even if they sign to a major label that, that at least if it's distributed through Ireland that there'll be some sort of control for the band. It was this week back in 1963 that John Waitman, the headmaster of a grammar school in Surrey, banned pupils from having Beatle haircuts saying this ridiculous style brings out the worst in boys physically. It makes them look like morons. Here's the science behind a mop top. So again, what we're looking for when we say the mop hair, because a lot of it was very natural, very heavy around the ears and around the neck. There was not much going on where in terms of, like, if you look at the Elvis hair, it was very sharp and cut around the ears. There was a lot of length in it. It was just tucked away behind the ears. Whereas the Beatles left theirs on the fringe, like, like really heavy on the eyes, the eyebrows, and on the ears and the neck as well. So it was almost like, again, like a fusion between hairdressing and barber at that time. I'm a huge fan. David Crosby this week in 1990 was admitted to hospital after breaking a leg, a shoulder and ankle after crashing his Harley Davidson motorcycle. He went through some very tough times and it was all his own fault. A friend of mine gave me a shot of heroin. Feels great. Only the first time. After that, you're just trying to catch it and you never get back there. Ever. This week back in 1983, R.E.M. left the United States for the first time and appeared on Channel 4's television show The Tube Jules Holland presented that you remember Ladies and gentlemen from the deep south and I'm talking about Atlanta not Croydon please welcome the IRS recording act R.E.M. And it was on November 18th back in 2017 that Malcolm Young of ACDC died he was just 64 years of age But it was really Malcolm that industry experts say was the musical anchor of this group he wrote the band's material including those uh, crazy guitar riffs, and who's really credited with influencing a legion 
of hard rock groups like Metallica and Guns N' Roses, so a huge influence in terms of the musical culture. Sold more than 200 million albums worldwide. Just incredible success, and Malcolm, of course, a huge, huge part of that. If you're a Back to the Future fan, you'll realise the importance of good old 1955. When Carl Perkins recorded Blue Suede Shoes at Sun Studios in Memphis, it made him rather famous, and he went on the television to perform the song. Of course, Elvis would make it even bigger. Uh, Is your trio ready? I can get them ready, would you please? Friends, here he is. Very nice to have Carl on the show. Carl Perkins and the trio stepping out in their blue suede shoes. Well, it's one for the money. This week in 2002, Michael Jackson decided to dangle his little boy, Prince Michael, from a third-floor hotel balcony in Berlin. Fans thought it was great first and then went, wait a minute, this is scary. In 1974 we go on November 20th when drummer of The Who Keith Moon collapsed during a gig. Apparently his drink was cough cough spiked with a horse tranquilizer. Now Keith was no stranger to putting weird stuff in his body. 19 year old Scott Halpin who was in the audience replaced him on drums for the remaining three songs. And finally, this week in 1976, Paul Simon was hosting NBC's Saturday Night Live and he performed live with George Harrison. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend George Harrison. And that is a little look back at the week that was November 16th until November 20th in music history. Did you learn something? Hopefully you did. Our little podcast happens every single week, but you can get Today in Music History every single day on nova.ie.